0: Welcome everybody to the Silver Skin and Roll Post Game Podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. I am joined by Jacob Rue. Jacob, the Lakers are, are are still two games away from their 17th title. Jimmy Butler just wiped his ass with the entire Lakers roster. I don't really know what else to say beyond that. Like, I'm looking on Twitter and I, and I watched most of the game. I was mostly I was I was frustrated enough because I, I saw pretty early on how this was probably going to go. Um, and, and, you know, I found myself just – it's easy to just, you know, to knock the Lakers and say that they passed up an opportunity and, and this was a game they should have won. It was, sure, but I, I feel like that would ignore what Jimmy Butler pulled off tonight. Oh, good Lord. That was an all-time performance. I tweeted
1: it toward the end of the game. 40 points, 13 assists, 11 rebounds, 14 of 20 shooting. Um, That was Howard Beck tweeted. Uh, This is per the NBA. He's the third player in finals history with a 40 point triple double. Uh, LeBron in 2015 and Jerry West in 1969. Um, Nice. Yeah. Well, kind of. Um, (laughs) It wasn't nice to watch, but damn, he
0: is so damn good. I, I just think, you know, because people were saying, well, yeah, AD had his foul trouble and, and Dwight Howard wasn't his normally kind of disruptive self and and LeBron had a relatively empty 25, 10 and 8, whatever it was, like they're, they're saying about this. I don't know, man, like sometimes it's kind of nice, even if it's against your team, even if it's against the team that you obviously want to to sweep through the finals it's 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 important to take a step back and just say that dude was really fucking good man (laughs) like that, that the dude that the lakers went up against dropped a 40 point triple double and a hugely efficient especially by his standards triple double having scored 40 points so you know, we could go, and we will. We'll talk about, like, the different things that we felt like, you know, kind of led to the way this thing played out. But Jimmy Butler dropping a 40-point triple-double, missing Bam Adebayo, missing Goran Dragic. Like, sometimes you just got to lift your hands to, to the sky and say, man, kudos. That's just an ass-whooping that that, that Jimmy Butler put on the Lakers. And And we'll talk about... I don't want to get into like the whole killer instinct and all of that crap, because I think that's mostly pointless, but you know, we'll, we'll talk about like what maybe led to Butler's performance. But I think if we don't just give credit where credit's due, we're just not doing our job very well.
1: Yeah. Uh One of Van Gundy or Mark Jackson said at the end that this is one of the best, performances they've ever seen in a finals game my first thought was that's wild because that's usually my first thought whenever the any either of those say anything but Mm -hmm. when you take into context the efficiency I don't even know who at this point is his second best teammate um
0: (laughs) Olenek was the
1: second leading scorer tonight yeah for them when you take all that off the bench
0: too like none of his stars were there with him
1: yeah, that was, I guess, hero, but that was an incredible game, man. Like, the lake, like, pretty much every Laker had a shot on him tonight, and I don't think any of them stopped him really. Like, he was just anybody in front of him. He was getting to the rim, he was knocking down all types of jumpers, he was drawing fouls. Um, literally nobody on the Lakers could stop him tonight. Um, This is what Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony
0: Towns must have felt like.
1: (laughs) This is what the – the Lakers were basically the Timberwolves' first team and the rest of the Heat were the third team.
0: (laughs) And that's pretty much what Jimmy was like tonight. Last thing before we throw the break. Are you at all nervous moving forward?
1: Probably not because, I mean – there's That's a lot always. of things. Yeah, there's a lot of things that went in the heat's way tonight, which we'll talk about. Yeah that I don't really see as replicable moving forward. But I mean I'm I'm not any more nervous than I was probably before the game. It'd been hard to sweep this heat team.
0: I, I just think I just think uh five 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 makes a better <laughs> t shirt than five 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 four. I maybe that's what the Lakers were doing marketability. (laughs) Let's take a quick second here. When we come back, we'll get more into the specifics of the show or the the specifics of the game beyond like, again, like, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes you just got to look at the guy across the court from you down the sideline, however you want to define, you know, how the Lakers are looking at Jimmy Butler and you got to give credit and, you know, we could we could say that like he outplayed LeBron, he outplayed obviously outplayed Anthony Davis. And we could go down and we might go down that 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 route. But I think in a game like tonight, I, I think more important than anything, the key is to enjoy the basketball, enjoy that kind of an effort, and just say, Good God, dude. That was yeah. that was unbelievable. So let's take a quick second when we come back. We'll talk more about what we saw from the Lakers side of this thing. So Jacob, I'm doing my, my my radio voice. Jacob, is this game proof that Anthony Davis does not have the killer instinct? God, I'm going to absolutely hate that narrative
1: the next uh, <laughs> two days. It's always, I'm I'm pretty petty about uh, everything. As, a, as a, well, yeah. In general, I'm team petty, but <laughs> when it comes to like the sports, like after the Lakers win. I'm, like, ref- refreshing podcast feeds and, like, scouring the internet. I want to, like, consume everything about the game. And after they lose, I'm like, just don't talk to me. Like, <laughs> I need, like, 24 hours before I start, like, listening yeah. to podcasts to hear what people are saying. I really hope that's not the narrative we go with. Um, but that being said, that was that was not a great performance from AD. Um, Two free throws. Yeah, he two. The problem was he got in foul trouble so quickly that he could never really be aggressive. Um he it was some dumb fouls too, even after he was in foul trouble, like the one where he came around a a screen and like smacked Myers Leonard when he was on a dribble handoff. It's just like, what are you doing? Like Mm -hmm. that just keeps you in foul trouble when you do that. You're never gonna knock that ball away like. Don't do this. It was just that was just like a microcosm of the Lakers night, like just so many dumb things like it was it was such a frustrating game to watch because I know this is I mean, this kind of sounds like a Lakers homer take, but pretty much every time the Lakers have lost in the bubble, at least in the playoffs, it's been because of stuff they've done. And, I mean, the turnovers tonight were ridiculous. They were, I think, 10 in the first quarter. They ended with 19. Um, Danny Green and KCP combined to go one of seven from three. One like, of 11 from the field total. Yeah. that There was just so many things. LeBron was – that was such a lackadaisical night. Like, I know it's 25, 10, and 8. Like, he almost got a triple-double. But I think the play toward the end of the game where he was bringing it up court and it, it was either Hero or Lenick came from behind and just poked it from behind. Yeah. Like, when the Lakers needed baskets, I just kind of summed up his night. Like, it
0: just seemed like the Lakers didn't really LeBron care. eight turnovers. Yeah. In a finals game. That might that – I'd be That's interested. the most he's ever had in a finals game. I'm, yeah, I was going to say. Th- I'm willing to say right now, without doing any research whatsoever, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is probably the most how. turnovers he's had in a finals game. Is
1: that how most of your takes are formed? Duh. any research whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, no, I wouldn't be – I was going to say I would imagine that's probably close to his his most in the finals, which I think they said tonight was his 52nd finals game. Good. Uh, yeah, that was an insane, but – He looked like uh, he was 52 years old in some of those positions. Yeah. so. Yeah, that it was just everything was so frustrating. And it, I mean, it was really frustrating because they wasted terrific nights from Kuzma and Keefe off the bench. Like, it seemed like those two were going to will them to a win. They went nine of 19 from three. Mm -hmm. Uh, They each had 19 points. They were probably the second and third best players. Keefe was incredible tonight. I mean, I in a
0: game that the Lakers lost by double digits, right? They, Morris finishes a plus 10, Kuzma f- finishes a plus six. Like that's, again, I, I don't, I don't really look at too much of plus minus, especially on an individual game base, basis. But, but when you're that far away from the game result and you look at that, like across all of the bench, like just the, the starters in general, in are just, yeah, AD minus 26, Dwight Howard minus 15, Danny Green minus 15, KCP minus 26. And it's like, you know, it's the old office space quote. What exactly <laughs> is it that you do here? What What are you here to do? Uh, and and look, I'm not concerned moving forward going against the heat with a banged up Bam out of bio and, and, and uh, Goran Drogic potentially not able to play moving forward. And I'm not sure that Jimmy Butler is going to be able to replicate this effort, this performance again, but still you want to knock out a team like this before they get any hope whatsoever. You want to stifle that hope as quickly and as efficiently as possible. And the lack of, uh, I hate sounding like Skip Bayless. This (laughs) fucking sucks. But like the lack of killer instinct, the lack of just snuff them out as quickly as you can possibly snuff them out. Like that, it bothers me on a very kind of personal level. You know, it just, it's just, it just annoys me, is what it is.
1: And I I had the same thought before the game because if you come out, and you go up three-nothing, then the Heat have to have conversations about whether it's really worth it long term to bring back Bam in a yeah. series you're probably not going to win. Now
0: now they're like, dude, yeah. we could even this thing up.
1: Yeah. Now Bam, if he's remotely able to, he will be playing in game four. Yeah.
0: Same goes for Dragic.
1: Yeah, which I mean, that sounds like it's incredibly painful. So I don't know how Oof, effective yeah. he'll he'll even be, but um, I would be stunned if Bam's not out there in game four. Um, it was frustrating tonight, too, because Kelly Olenek plays 31 minutes. But because AD was in foul trouble and couldn't be his like normally aggressive self, you couldn't really punish him, punish Olynyk defensively, which is his obvious weak spot. And I tweeted it late in the game, but basically the Heat got all the benefits of Olynyk tonight. And none of the negatives because the Lakers couldn't really attack him tonight. Same for Leonard. Leonard plays
0: 13 minutes. He's a plus 13. Like, yeah, if this is where, uh, all right, you ready for a hot take?
1: I, I said the Lakers are going to sweep last game. So I'm very, or last podcast. So I'm very ready for a hot take.
0: It's not that hot of a take. I don't think, but. So for, and I was, I was banging the drum as, as loudly as anybody for, for somebody who is, I think one of, if not the most talented player in the NBA, this was the night to just stamp it. And that's the difference between being super talented and greatness, Mm -hmm. right? Like J.R. Smith, for example, there are very few people in the history of mankind who could compete for a slam dunk contest and a three-point contest. That list is supremely short. And the thing that kept him from being an all-timer that matched up with his just individual talent is what's going on upstairs. And I'm not saying that AD is the kind of numbskull that JR Smith has been in different portions of his, his career. But just this is the night where you cement it. This is it this this is where you just you, the conversation has about has been about you as an individual the conversation has been about you kind of joining or you know uh, solidifying your spot alongside lebron and giannis and kd is in just in terms of talent across the league and you finished the night tied game worst minus 26 in a finals game, cool. what his the hell, finals, dude? His finals
1: MVP candidacy probably just flew out the door tonight.
0: Yeah, um, that's it. Clutch points has to rethink their 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 <laughs> super cool uh finals MVP graphic. Like that, and 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 look, I'm rooting for Anthony Davis. I I I I really legitimately think he is one of the most talented basketball players I have ever seen. But you cannot, cannot have a night like tonight in a final series against fucking Myers Leonard and Kelly Olenek. You cannot do that, dude. The other guys that are up against you in, in the front quarter are Jay Crowder and... Yeah. Iguodala. Sometimes? Yeah. My dude, like, like that's just, I, I, I you know... This is that. This is this is where that conversation and I was I was an active participant in it. Maybe not publicly on Twitter, but you know this is a conversation I've had plenty in texts and DMs and all that stuff uh, about Anthony Davis, and this is where I just I just got to say, man, you crapped the bed, and mm-hmm. you got a long ways to climb up that hill to get back to where you were heading into tonight's loss.
1: First. You make a great point about J.R. Smith, and there may not have been a better example of how wild he is than the end of the second quarter tonight when he pump faked a three, did a beeline sprint to the corner so he could shoot a fadeaway, falling-out-of-bounds three-pointer <laughs> as the clock expired that yeah. audibly made me laugh. Um, yeah, it's it. Was, that's 80s performances in games one and two – and really a lot of these playoffs is what makes tonight so frustrating. Yeah. Cause I tweeted during last game, Anthony Davis was the best player in basketball during that third quarter when he just couldn't miss. Um, and he's done that type of stretch multiple times in the playoffs. You can't have the type of game tonight that he had and be quite in that conversation yet. Um But at the same time, LeBron didn't have that great of a game either, Um, regardless of what the stats say. This was just a – I don't want to take Anthony Davis off the hook, though. That was a – you're going to have that advantage. Even if Bam comes back, that's a very beat-up Bam. Um, You have to take advantage of uh, who is going to be guarding you most of this series. So – That was just so frustrating. I know I've said the word many times, but that's how I kept feeling. And it seemed like a couple times late um, the Lakers were finally going to wake up and finally going to go on the run. I think they went up like 91-89 or something, and Mm -hmm. the Heat called timeout. I'm like, okay, fine. They finally flipped the switch. Like They're finally going to do this. And then the Heat come out and go on like a 10-0 run or something and take the lead back. And it was just like, what are you guys doing? Like but, I mean, as you said, um, this has kind of been the M.O. of this team. At least one game a series, they don't bring it for whatever reason. It's frustrating. It's really frustrating now because you're in the finals and you're that close to winning a title. You would think you'd be able to bring that level of concentration every night, but um, they, they just continued the trend. Um, the good news is that they've responded – Really, really, really well after losses um, during this postseason. Yeah. So, That's a point. yeah, if you're looking, trying to look for the positives after this, that that would probably be the one I'd point at the most. And also that I don't suspect Anthony Davis is going to finish with 15 points again in a game in these finals. Um, there's just, I mean, so much went the Heat's way tonight. Um, the final score was a little deceiving because they poured it on at the end when LeBron literally left the court before the, (laughs) before the game was even over. Um, But
0: I hope hope LeBron holds himself accountable too. Yeah. You know, like he should, you know, like when you, when you leave the court like that, it's, it's to show that you are obviously very fit, you know, frustrated with the way that the night goes with everything that's going on around you. But, but I really hope LeBron looks at it. And it's like eight turnovers against a team without their best defender. Mm-hmm. What the, what the hell was I doing out there? You know? And, and, and like, it, it, it might just be that the Lakers just win the next couple games and win the championship and, and make, you know, quick work of this Miami team. But, uh, I just I find myself pretty frustrated at at tonight's effort, like the the effort that went into the game. You know, they just and, and <laughs> that's how I feel. Yeah, they, like I don't I don't even like that's that's it that's it hashtag analysis. <sighs> yeah, exactly. You know, I just I just I'm I'm annoyed at. At the way that the Lakers approached this game, and the way that they, they, just kind of played with their food here, and 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 that's that's still, by the way, secondary to just marveling at what it was that Jimmy but, and like that's that's where I, that's where I freaking love Jimmy Butler, you know, like just just the, the no nonsense, yeah, we don't have Bam, yeah, we don't have. Goran. Yeah, we are way down in terms of just sheer talent against this team. Sure, the second best player on this team is Tyler Hero, a rookie. Yeah, the third best player on this team is either Duncan Robinson, also a rookie, or Jay Crowder, who is not the the, the third best player on most finals teams. But who gives a shit? I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to drive my head into the brick wall that is Anthony Davis, or Dwight Howard, or LeBron James time and time and time and time again to get to the free throw line to make those guys as uncomfortable as possible. And I'm going to win a game that we have no business whatsoever winning. And for the Lakers, if they had the same attitude that Jimmy Butler had going into this game as as the favorite here, the Lakers would have won this series in four games with an average margin of victory of 30 points. And so, uh, yeah, I got to give a credit for Butler for the way that he approached this game, but I also can't help but look at the Lakers and say, what the hell, guys? You are this close to tying the, the, the Boston Celtics with 17 championships. You could do something that very few teams in the history of the sport have done in sweeping an NBA Finals. You're also doing that, by the way, in the same year that the organization lost Kobe Bryant. Have some goddamn pride and actually complete, com- compete in this one. And I felt like across the roster, especially in that starting five, there was just no compete factor here. It was just like, uh, yeah, yeah, they're, gonna, they're, they're kicking our ass. Well, that's too bad. We'll beat them next game. But next game, they're going to get a player back probably. And if they win another one, they'll probably get another player back after that. And now you're looking at a a, a seven game series that probably should have been over two games ago. You know.
1: It's yeah, that you left the door open after tonight when it, you should have slammed it shut. Yeah. Um ESPN stats and info tweeted out a couple things just to add to the frustration of tonight. Uh this was the second biggest finals upset in the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. Uh they, the Heat closed as nine-point underdogs. Um the so Jimmy Butler scored or assisted on 73 points tonight, which is <laughs> the second most in a finals game. Uh Walt Frazier had 74. And then The Lakers lost despite getting 53 points from the bench, tied for the second most in a finals game uh, since 1970-71. So just uh, on one hand, even more credit to Jimmy. Like, I think that should be the, the main takeaway from this game is Jimmy was unreal, but the Lakers let one get away. And I don't know if it'll come back to bite them. They've gotten by with it. For the uh first three rounds of the playoffs. I think ultimately they'll get away with it again today. But um now we get to live Tuesday, I think the Dodgers and the Lakers both have postseason games. So
0: God, great. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no so now it turns out poorly.
1: Yeah, now uh Los Angeles fans get to sit and stress through two postseason games on Tuesday when we could have been Theoretically, sitting back and enjoying a a four game sweep if they'd have just taken care of business tonight.
0: Yep, that's going to do it for this episode of the uh, Silver Screen Roll po- podcast post game podcast. Lakers <laughs> lose one fifteen to one hundred four. I'm bringing the same amount of energy as Anthony Davis did in in this post game <laughs> uh, episode. Uh, somebody is going to be back to talk more about this tomorrow. The Lakers are now up two to one and I just don't think you want to be even against this team again. So Tuesday's, Tuesday, a huge one. Tuesday's game carries some weight to it that you didn't want it to carry heading, heading into it before. Uh, we will see how that goes. We'll see what the quotes are coming out of this either t- tonight or tomorrow, coming out of pro- uh, practice as as guys prepare for game four. But for now, uh, please stay safe out there. Keep it uh, keep subscribed or get subscribed to this podcast here on the Silver Screen and Roll Podcast Network. I am Anthony Irwin. That was Jacob Rude, and have a great rest of your night.